Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. Who the hell are you? I am not a a co-host at all. All My name is Randall Maynard, and I'm just here to talk about a movie that is precious to me. What what, what film is that? Randall. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm. We're going to talk about the blockbuster worldwide phenomenon. 1997's huge runaway smash hit. Shaquille O'Neal starring in the superhero film Steel. Yes. Steel. 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 Now, yeah. right off the bat, when the during the opening sequence, which is a very long montage of steel, steel being melted, set to what sounds ap- like the A team. Oh, right. It's, the, hold. I want to say something about this real quick. It starts off a little Total Recall. It's got a little bit of that, like uh, the the Basil Palladoris, like Total Recall yeah. slash um, yeah. Conan, because they're they're the exact same right. theme. And it's got that really dramatic, like oh shit, this is going to be fucking awesome music. And then it gets a little shafty, so to speak, with its music. But I want to say in the heroic parts, it's almost Knight Rider. It's <laughs> yeah. so close to Knight yeah. Rider. Like the, If you listen closely, I like, you'll hear some Knight Rider. And I know you're not going to if you're listening because you'll never watch this movie. But if you did... If you tried, you would hear some Knight Rider because you'd be like the whole time I was like, what the fuck is I that? This would also yeah. necessitate you watching Knight Rider. Yes. I got to Google that because when I heard the theme, I paused the movie and started Googling themes because I was like, I know this theme. I did like, the same thing. I yeah. did the same thing and I was like, because there's this part that's like, da, 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 and it would just, it had this ring of like almost Knight Rider. Like and it then, doesn't complete the Knight right. Rider theme, but it's like, it starts with it. And I'm like, oh, there it is. And you see one of the, one of the credits you see is, you know, producer Quincy Jones. Yeah. So I'm surprised that the music in this film isn't good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's done by a composer who doesn't have quite a, a sort of a known range. The, mm. the, it should be noted the movie was made for, Sixteen million dollars, which in in you know blockbuster terms, you can I mean, see all sixteen million. I was going to say that's even more money than I thought, dude. They uh, have a junkyard pile that opens up into a secret steel cave. It's yeah, true, they do that. You cave. don't see the interior of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. Use your imagination. Yeah, that's not quite a lot of money to make your big, you know, superstar Shaquille O'Neal movie. Well, one yeah. of them, one of the executive producers on this film is Shaq. So. Yeah. He put some of his own money into this, right? To make I think this that might have been just true. for insurance because it Probably. it turns out that n- there was no stunt man for Shaq in the movie. So really? every stunt in the movie, is so, he's like climbing the on motor- the train. So the motorcycle stuff is that everything that where you can like I I don't know about the scale of him on a motorcycle where they couldn't fudge that. Right. I I don't know, but for every like there's lots of scenes like there's parts where he like flips on a bridge and like he's in civilian clothes and he's running through trains and like he looks like he almost dies several times that's the the thing is how could you get a stunt double for Shaq well I the the train stuff when he's like climbing in between the cars of the moving train it's a top down shot so I'm like that could be a stunt because you can't see how there is that and then there's these like telephoto shots where it's like okay well clearly the the train looks closer than it really is but he's still running between moving trains and shit (laughs) Yeah. Which is not what you want your you know superstar athlete who by the way this was this was ninety seven they shot it probably in like ninety six he's still so he's still active like he could have ruined is, his entire career based on playing steel right this is and peak Shaq this is this is high stakes shit in this movie like not just for John uh, I, John I, I, Henry Irons John Henry Irons which. We'll talk about that more. Yeah, we will. We, that, we have to make a note. Of, we have to put a pin in that because, <laughs> but, um, so so this this is this is in a way Steel's magnum op uh, Steel Shaq's magnum the opus. They're, the one the same. They're one in the same. They are to me literally Shaq is steel is the Shaq. same person. The line the between performance was just yeah, Shaq. Shaq, who also <laughs> makes super weapons, which right. I'm like, why not? Sure. <laughs> why so, not? This whole movie is them for me the real story of this movie it's the story of a, a filmmakers desperately trying to work with the fact that their lead actor is a monster 
that yeah. is giant. Yeah. And trying to make that seem totally fine in every single scene. Absolutely. Because that's the story of this movie for me is every scene he's in, I'm like, oh my God, he's it's so a lot much of, bigger. It's than a lot of low else. angles. It's a lot of Shaq sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, there's parts where like, I mean, uh, you know, throw Judd Nelson a bone and give him yeah. something to stand on because that dude's like five foot four. He's a tiny and man. And Shaq is, I mean, I think literally three times his yeah. size. If, there's and scenes. that's, you know, at minimum. And <laughs> and there's a sequence where Judd Nelson, who's like the main villain in the movie, who, by the way, I love his performance in the movie because he's, he's so fucking palpably evil right from the start but in kind of a passive aggressive well, shitty way yeah. that he's like the perfect villain like I hate him immediately and I can't wait to watch him die in some weird stupid way I think way. it's his only villain because he's in Airheads and he's basically the same oh is that right he's yeah playing, he's, he's recalling the same sort of he's just kind of he's just kind of a slimy record executive yeah. in Airheads well he's like I, I just I kept thinking of like all the greatest hateable actors and like how he doesn't get lumped in with them but he probably should like right. James Spader gets a lot of credit for always playing an asshole but he like he really like he's like over the top like he's he's quite uh you know he he's dialing it up and then you've got like the Walter Peck dude uh, oh, yeah. Richard, William Atherton William Atherton I always confuse him with Richard Ather uh, who's the guy from Jurassic Park the the Richard Attenborough Richard yeah. Attenborough I always think uh, I their names get crossed for me sure and uh I think that Judd Nelson is is channeling a lot of that '80s slimy yeah. Ellis from Die Hard worst <laughs> oh, person yeah. ever. Uh, Hart Buckner is Ellis's name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. He's all. Uh, I don't want to derail, but he's also in the 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 animated Batman film Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> oh, really? Just crushing it as the douchey oh, district attorney, uh, and, and he's great. Shout but, out to Ellis. But Judd Nelson walking up to Shaq, and there's scenes where he yeah. like, threatens Shaq in the, yeah, court, like, in the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, he's like, after he's court-martialed, he's like, fucking Shaq, I'm going to get you. And he's so tiny. I'm like, bro, you cannot. This Shaq, is not. Shaq could crush his head like a, a bushel of strawberries. Like, he, he could easily just. It's it, supposed to be the scene that establishes that, okay, Judd Nelson is going to be a threat. Yeah. yeah. But, like, they, they're, and they're trying to, and you pointed this out before you even watched it, but the fact <laughs> where they, they try to convince us that Shaq and Judd Nelson share an eyeline yeah. in this scene, and it's fucking hilarious it's it's that probably took most of the budget just taking this <laughs> right taking the, ha, apple like, boxes imagine a lot of apple boxes yeah it's like you dude imagine having to retake that scene over and over again because no one i can't imagine anyone not <laughs> laughing during that scene right not it even in like front I, of the camera like i'm sure those two were locked into that performance right. they're trying to nail it and everyone's even the director's like jesus christ this is it looks like a dad yelling at his kid yeah. after a parent-teacher conference <laughs> exactly i'm like he, like, could, he could lift he could if he bumped into Judd Nelson in that hallway without noticing he was there, he could have put him in the hospital. <laughs> I want to back up a little to the military tests sure. that are taking place in a wild west town. Yeah. I love how they make note that they're like, now we've secured this location for our testing. And they kind of like subvert that. Like yeah. we're not just attacking a random village as if it looked like one. It looks like a, a Western. It, right. It looks yeah. like an old saloon they didn't, town. Yeah. They didn't leave like LA County to make this movie. No, no. Ever. They just found some like old set. This from is another... definitely in Santa Clarita. Yeah, and they're trying to dress it up. And I, I was fine with that. By the way, I didn't question that that was an empty town because sure. they roll up and there's nobody there, and yeah. it, it doesn't look like they're just invading some village. And there's like, right. it wasn't sad or anything. It was and like then... this just looks like bull. Like they could have said it was in like a like a, the back of a, a military base, and they just made it. Sure. You know? And it was like fuck it, who cares? <laughs> but instead, they want to be very clear: this is an abandoned village, yeah. and we're just running some tests. And <laughs> where no are you going finding an abandoned village? <laughs> In, a, in, in continental United States, right? To practice their weird sonic weapons, which that that has an intensity slider on it that looks just like the volume <laughs> knob on an old stereo. Yeah. That part really bothers me because there's no safety. Uh, no, like, no, like you could accidentally bump that shit. Like yeah. I, I really, there are parts of it where it's like I know it's simplified because it's. Th I think first and foremost, it should be noted that this is a this is a family movie, so it plays a lot. Like a cartoon. It's like, very it's, obviously recut too, because there's there's points in the film where you can clearly see characters swearing, but they've looped the dialogue so that it's. Oh, is that right? I oh, didn't yeah. notice that. Like when he falls off the building, the police uh, woman that's pointing a weapon clearly says "shit." Oh, but then they they they, they throw a lot of shits I in thought, this movie. Yeah, there like was an, an unexpected I'm getting too old for this. But shit, I think there, there might be a count to get to 
There is. Especially right. in the 90s. Because it's PG, right? To be, it's PG or PG-13. It felt like a PG. It's probably PG. Because it's it very be- kid gloves. It better be yeah. PG because yeah. for what we, what we had to watch. What that's, we got. Yeah, that's, that's not... That's the only excuse I'm taking. Yeah. If so, it's... It's definitely not R. Bugs Bunny better be leaning on the Warner Brothers logo on the yeah. front of this movie. Is yeah, what I'm saying. right, right. This is not uh, this is not the recent uh, Log- the, Logan, you know, like it's not the, the Zack right. Snyder verse of DC yeah, superheroes. Right, right. He's not going to cut off anyone's head in slow motion. <laughs> uh, but Steel but, just bludgeons somebody to death with his hammer. Well, speaking of which, like he is, I don't want to keep jumping back and forth. But if you're listening to this, like you probably have never seen never Steel and don't give Steel. a shit. You'll extrapolate what you need to know about Steel through our conversation. But like, it's funny because the comic book character. I feel like the filmmakers were at a disadvantage in both ways. Like, for well, a general he's a Superman adjacent character, right? He, he is as a comic book character. He is basically a Iron Man Superman. So it's like if you if you took Iron Man. Put its Superman symbol literally on his chest. Right. Gave him a cape, a big old hammer because he's John Henry Irons because that's '90s writers, right. white writers trying to be progressive but still just kind of pandering, or whatever you want to call it. And he's like this grateful engineer who was saved by Superman and then becomes Superman in Superman's absence during the death of Superman. That's a lot of shit that you have to get rid of to make the steel movie so they're already saddled with a lot right. of stuff that they have to just omit they to just make. give him a superman tattoo that's pretty much it well he already had that Shaq has that. oh of course that's a real that's yeah. a real that's right. a, a real but thing. it fits with steel <laughs> it, well it, it sort of i'm gonna i'm gonna argue that it doesn't because the movie is <laughs> right it a is precursor it's it's it, it's sort, sort of a precursor to like chris nolan's batman he's like he's like right. i like to call it like boys in the hood meets Batman, like it's and it has nothing to do with any sort of Superman mythology. Like there, I, there's nothing. It's he's clearly and and it's funny because they they did describe him as like the blue collar Batman. The producers of the movie, like they really wanted to make him a street level character. And so what you're, I, but I think the problem is if you don't have a lot of money and you throw mm-hmm. a seven foot something man into a rubber uniform that's supposed to be steel. The, made, uh, of, made of super steel. That costume is very poorly designed. The, it is. Costume, it is a strange outfit. The costume <laughs> is horrifying. It's. It's really. This mask. It's hard. Scared me. It's hard to look at. And, yeah. And 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 it's 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 honestly confusing. Like there are parts like yeah, the way his chin confusing. piece works. It looks like they just took off parts. There's, and there's chain mail there's, in yeah. between. Yeah. His which joints? Which, which make, these, I guess makes sense. There's but these like, shots that, of him. With that ghoulish fucking mask, because it has this like weird bumps on it, um, holding a sledgehammer with that blank ass shack smile, and I'm like, this is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he turns <laughs> like, into yeah, he. Scary. It's not. It's not even a sledgehammer. It's a. It's a really long pipe That's with like an, a tip that is not quite long enough to be a hammer. Like it right. doesn't extend. It just looks like a pipe joint. I yeah. want to say that, that that's one part where uh so so my point was that it was kind of a, a, a lose-lose situation because if you're trying to get away from the comics, you're making an original character, but you're not do- using a lot of money. You're writing on Shaq's fame, but you're putting him in this weird outfit. There was almost an argument. I like when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, Shaq didn't even need a uniform. Like if he yeah. just wore like a, a tactical vest and had a gun, like, because all he designed all guns. All he's doing is yeah. running around shooting people. Yeah, right, and using graphics and stuff. Like, he would have actually been probably more, like, he probably would have been more easier to look at than having right. all this weird stuff. But, like... Um, the suit so hindrance. It really is. And, it, and they literally address that in the movie. It's <laughs> like, I, I think I've made a mistake. I've I, He has I've, to be helped in and out of it. falling apart. He walks yeah. through fire, and, and all I can think is, that's got to be melting to, like, his yeah, flesh. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like... If someone pushed him over, he probably couldn't get back up. Uh huh. And it's not like he needs to, <laughs> it's not. to disguise. He's seven feet tall. Yeah. Like everybody and, instantly knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's not, he's, his face isn't covered either. So it's not like, yeah. I mean, you know, you could narrow down your seven foot tall people in the city. Yeah. But at least he would have, you know, an argument that he wasn't steel if he covered his face. But right. if you took a photo of him, It'd be like, oh, that's Shaq and uh, yeah, the general. That's, that's the general, Shaq in a weird uh, Renaissance fair outfit. Yeah, right. Yeah, the cool Ren fair digs, bro. Um, <laughs> the but, general who knows him never learns his identity, and it's like, just who is that mystery look man? At him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either, but there, the funny thing too is that in the in the comic book, he's known for having this hammer, which he just wildly bludgeons villains with, and it's really f- a fun. 
design element of the character that kind of one-ups Iron Man because right. like I'm comparing him to Iron Man because they have the exact same right. fucking outfit. They're super armor, magic super armor that fly around and whatever. But he just has this extra thing that's just this hammer which he just beats the shit out of people with which is great. And in the movie, the hammer... Is it's kept? It's incidentally it's, a hammer. It's yeah. <laughs> yes. It's almost. It's like I would swear there would. There's a line in the movie where they would talk about the hammer and be like, like a kid would be like, "Cool hammer," and he would be like, "Oh yeah, sure, it's a right. hammer because it's a. It's just he a bazooka. He, yeah, he doesn't ever use it as a hammer, which <laughs> would be a sweet move to have. Like I don't know what he would do, smash a car. Well, hit a dude, whatever. There's a point where he says it's hammer time and then shoots a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And it was like, that doesn't That's, make any sense. Right. It's like, use your hammer as it was intended, which is yeah. transform it into a sonic weapon. Right. And then that also shoots lasers. Yeah. And it's like, and by the way, all those weapons, they're set up in the movie. They're perfectly effective. Why are they in hammer form? I do not know. That was his <laughs> choice. Yeah, why make them a hammer? John yeah. had some weird ideas, and they you were don't, just like, Whatever. You don't use that thing as a hammer, ever. No, it's uh, not, no, not at all. <laughs> not once. He I, uses I, his, his sonic bazooka. Like, his whole, like, his arc in the army was he designed this sonic weapon, sure, um, <laughs> because he wanted a non-lethal thing because he doesn't like killing people. Yeah. Um, and then he shoots these uh gang members uh right. with the you know where he says it's hammer time and he shoots yeah. them and they fly violently through the windshield of the car yeah. when he does this right because hey, that's what happens murder, when you stop a car's entire forward momentum yeah exactly yeah. but murder uh you know i mean you may not have killed him i mean put him in the hospital you know yeah whatever. i mean you don't go you know, head don't first through a windshield and shack was still in the military be fine apparently so he, he he's he's can okay so in the opening scene where we see him testing the weapons and judd nelson goes berserk and turns the sonic gun too high and kills a senator and paralyzes john henry's best friend sparky dude who they have the best secret handshake they do they do the et like little finger touch fingers yeah i'm gonna do it with adam right now do it he oh, just did it with that. Yeah. It was great. Um, we actually do that on a show on the network called Pretty Scary, but we just call it fingering. Oh, you just, yeah. finger just say finger me, mm-hmm. and then we finger touch. Finger me. Nice. Oh. So uh, that, that's the Shaq handshake from Steel. Yeah. Shaq, Shaq. Finger shake. me, Shaq. Now you know. It's probably the safest way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, uh, so, that, so he has his friend Sparky, and they there seems to be a three engineer or, or an engineering trio, which is Sparky. Uh, Shaq and Judd Nelson. And Judd Nelson's oh. first line in the movie is great because he goes, uh, they're talking about like how great the, the weapons worked, Sparky and Shaq. I'm sorry, these names are really fucking they're hard. Hilarious. To, they're hilarious. Yeah. They're really hard to keep track of. And I'm just going to call him Shaq. I'm not going to call him John. It's Shaq. Johnny. It's fucking Shaq. Call Johnny it's Shaq. He should just be called Shaq in the movie. But anyway, so <laughs> him, Shaq is like, yeah, we calibrated the bullshit and this is cool and our lasers are great. And they're like, yeah, that idea, this, this happened. That was cool. And Judd Nelson's first lines are like five lines and he's just like, and whose idea was that? And he's just a dick right from the get go. Like, oh, yeah. It just gets worse from there, and you're like, "Yeah, that's." I th- I just thought that was concise storytelling and performance on Judd Nelson's part because they're like, "Be a douche immediately," <laughs> and <laughs> also is. be passive aggressive, and like that's your introduction. That's how we yeah. get to know you. And I'm like, "That's." I'm gonna give the movie credit for that. <laughs> Because I immediately was like, hate Judd Nelson, hope you die. This is going to be great. Right. And that's good movies with uh, protagonists and antagonists that are like superhero type, you know, mythical whatever arcs, like big, big villain hero stories. Like, I need to hate the villain right away. I call it like the RoboCop effect where it's like Clarence Boddicker's the worst man on earth. And I'm like, I want to see him be mangled in some horrible um, way. I don't know. I think Clarence Boddicker is my favorite character in RoboCop. No, he's great, but I, what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is that he's such a bad person. I'm like, whatever's coming to you via this RoboCop, I'm yeah. waiting because this is going to be amazing. Right. This showdown is going to be incredible. <laughs> so, like, movie, I love the promise of a showdown. Now, Steel... Man, we'll, we'll talk no, about. Much for we'll sure talk about, not deliver on we'll, that promise. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that, but, but I mean, Judd the, Nelson should have went to jail, right? Like he yeah, he, he kills court, that woman, and then well, they like they have the the trial, 
and then they're just like, I want to talk out about of the army. I want to talk about one part that's a really right. effective piece of storytelling. I've gone down a rabbit hole. I clicked a link that just brought up a page of Ryan Gosling. You can edit that out of the thing. It just popped no, up. No, it's staying in. Okay, that's that's weird. The um um, so there there actually was a, a part of I thought that was a really cool uh, dramatic effect where Judd Nelson he he promises the senator that he can he can uh, uh, alter these weapons to make them strong, like more powerful. And, and I thought that was going to take more work. And it turns nope. out it's just turning a but little like dial, like you're a music producer Which and senator? you're like, switch this thing. The, the lady Senator that he's like clearly trying to fuck. And then he ends up. It's killing, hard to, right? t- it's, it's hard to tell with Judd Nelson. Yeah. I, yeah. He, 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 sends he, hate, a lot of he mixed hates fucks everyone with his eyes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's got, he's got, you get lost in his eyes and you're like, yeah. is he seducing me for love or for, my resources. Right. Uh, I'll have to find out. Um, but uh, the minute you look at him, you're already in some sort of relationship with him. Right. Uh, it's like a vampire's thrall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Judd Nelson, if you're listening, you have the thrall of a vampire. And that <laughs> yeah. is a compliment. We are not shitting on Judd Nelson. Mm. At least I'm not. Uh, so he he's like, we can I can amplify these weapons. Now, I thought that meant like a lot of work and engineering. Yeah. No. And then he just turns up that dial and like the, the, the little lights are just like, it goes to the red. Right. Yeah. And it's like, because he's like, can I do the honors and shooting the sonic weapon? And they're like, why not? Uh, whatever. Sure. And man. he turns it up and then Shaq is like, no, that's not high. It's too high. Uh. And then here's the weird part. Like, okay, so this is supposed to show the consequences of the dangers of these weapons, like how powerful they can be. And if you, if you're using them irresponsibly, it fucking destroys a building and collapses on everyone. It's insane. But the, there is a weird bit of storytelling where the sonic blast hits a building across the, the street and then bounces and back. and then bounces back. And it's this wave of CG. It's that foreshadowing. I don't really understand, but they don't explain why that happened. Uh, yeah. I don't understand. And they never the explain sound, why that happened. Sound rickish, like a reverberation of any kind felt like it could have explained a devastating effect right. that sound would a sonic cannon it's, would have. It seems like the idea is that if, when you crank it up too much, it reverberates and that's, well, yeah, and they should the have visual, said something about the that. The visual doesn't make that. Oh, the no, the no. visual is very confusing because they treat yeah. sound as if it's this physical thing that yeah. bounces. So, But what's odd is that if you had cut that from the movie, the idea that it was too powerful and just blew up the building they were in, I think works effectively but as a storytelling They're setting up Judd thing. Nelson's downfall, which sort is of. doing the exact same thing. His hubris of, of His using hubris. sound as a weapon. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's a giant laser ball at the uh, end. Uh, anyway, it's, it gets confusing. But the, the coolest part of the, this may be maybe the coolest part of the movie uh, is that the building collapses on top of everyone. Yeah. It kills the senator lady, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, and... Uh, it also crushed, it just brutally crushes his friend Sparky, who yeah. they, the, the one with the ET uh, handshake. handshake. Yeah, and Shaq, secret, secret finger shake. in slow motion is like freaking out, like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" Sparky, no, and a, a beam, a support beam from the ceiling hits him in the back, and just he just shrugs it off because he's too pissed right. and strong <laughs> to give a fuck about that. He does a and lot he's of like, Rrr! and then he grabs the wall that fell on top of Sparky and, and li- starts yeah. lifting it up, and he's. He's using all of his strength that he's just like like shack strength, just yeah. like, and he's just with his gritted teeth just roaring, and then you smash cut to the, the court, court martial, and you're like, whoa, what the fuck happened? That's crazy. And then they start explaining like what the fuck went down that day and all this stuff, and then and then he points out that that Judd Nelson turned turned it up to eleven or whatever, and and and, sure and, and he really rocked the house. He did. He uh, rocked the fuck too hard, down too hard. Uh, that Judd Nelson is forced to go work at an arcade. Work yeah. at- <laughs> that's the most hilarious thing. That's that's true. That's a hundred percent an evil arcade where they they use the arcade machines to smuggle guns inside. Exactly one gun. Um, like they open the guns. They open. You see them float in the arcade cabinet. The entire arcade cabinet has a single gun inside of yeah, it. Yeah, right. And then yeah. the the hench the deep voice henchman. Uh, who's a friend of the podcast. I don't remember his name, but he wrote I, Frankenstein, and stars in it as one of the large gargo- uh, mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. Um, he's showing them, hey, you can put two more guns if you put it on the door. Yeah. So it's like they have this whole space yeah. reserved for one gun. It's like watching some asshole double park. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, you know you can put another car next to the car? You can put like a couple like, of guns in there, yeah, man, yeah. if you don't have it like stretched diagonally across the, the thing. Yeah, their setup was uh, was strange. I, I But you know what? In, in the... 
I, I write that off as like, look, I don't smuggle guns. I let them take sure. care of their own business. Uh, they even smuggle if it's also, shoddy. All the, the only arcade games you see are like pushing, like one of them's the Batman Forever arcade game and the other one's like NBA Jam. Yeah, which means to... Batman doesn't exist in this universe, so steel is very important. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, Shaq goes to work at a steel mill run by sexy ladies. Yep. Yeah, there are really <laughs> so, attractive women who are all over the steel mill and I'm like... Just as supervisors who walk by Shaq like, hey. Yeah. And it's like, what? What the fuck? Right. And he's just like, man, he's like, yeah, but also I got to focus on the steel. Yeah. Foreshadowing, you know. The steel. Steel, in case anyone was. he knows how to know, make things of, out of steel. Hey. Then he goes and kidnaps his paralyzed friend from the VA clinic. Yes. We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit, I think, but. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Because he gets back into town. His friend, his child best friend, Martin, who is played by Ray J., yeah. Which is amazing that he's played by <laughs> This movie is like a fever dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ray J would, of course, become famous for having a sex tape with Kim Kardashian and yeah. then making a very creepy music video about how he was totally over Kim Kardashian, in which I think she dies in this music video. <laughs> I have to go back and watch it again. Oh, yeah, we'll um, need a link to that in the uh, Yeah, so anyways, little boy Ray J is uh, Shaq's best friend for some reason. Um, I thought they gets, were. I thought he was his cousin or something. Is he his cousin? I, I thought know. they were related. They yeah, might, because they both go to Grandma to the, Odessa's yeah, house, and she yeah. she's trying to make a uh, souffle, souffle, which they, ends they, up paying they, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do the souffle bit, which is a very sitcommy. They do it thing. twice. Yeah, and and I, I it's it's tr- I found it. I found their interaction like Shaq's performance in the scene and like him, you know with his grandma and stuff it's like ah, it's it's cute i mean i can't be really offended by this sure I'm that not gonna, was, you know it's fine i'm like I, i'm not gonna sit there and be like it's too nice <laughs> i don't believe <laughs> this relationship it's fine yeah it's like yeah he's got a family and he, he yeah. he's going back to his old neighborhood and whatever it's like i i i okay you know sure, sure. You know? So uh, Lil, Lil Ray J gets caught up in the in the bogus arcade game, right? He, yeah, he, he notices two. He Shaq gets involved with bank robbers using yeah, who are using his stolen weapons via Spider Man Homecoming. Homecoming totally stole. Yeah, from this first this is like ahead of the game, except yeah. that uh, it it it's bad. The, 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 it's not. It's not. It's different. It's a little different. <laughs> different in different. a bad way. It's a little different. It's but different. Shaq, Shaq, I want to say that that in, in in defense of the movie, Shaq is already a superhero before he ever gets armed. Right. He does right. lots he, of he, every single feat of strength he does in this film is done when he is not steel. Yeah. He, I, like Wearing steel, the suit is a feat of strength. Like he rips yeah. a gate yeah. open. Dude, he rips a gate. He doesn't just rip it open. He rips it like, like out of off the its ground. Yeah. Off like, the ground. There's a point where like I was like, how is he going to get through this gate when this ki- this kid slips through it? And I'm like, what's he going to do? And then he just grabs it and tears it out of the ground and like throws it aside. No, Jack like, I'm like, God damn. Throughout the movie, he's just not fit for this world. Like he's too big. He's, he's it's, yeah. It's, there's scenes. There's a scene where he's in the bar and he leaves the bar and he has to like duck out of the door. Oh yeah, he he's ducking, looks like he's constantly. crawling yeah, out yeah. of a dollhouse. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's, he's a just monster. The, yeah, he ca- right? he's, he's like intimidating the thugs in the bar. Just casually snaps the guy's. Yeah. That was half. my favorite. I, I was going to say that <laughs> was my favorite moment in the movie was him going up to all these gang members supposed to be badass and there's one that's really funny because he's like this like they whenever they have to make someone memorable in a group because they don't they're not shown on screen for a long time they have to give them every bit of they normally give them like one identifying feature this Mm. character slat has has gold teeth an eye patch yeah he's some sort of pirate uh, (laughs) like he's a pirate gangster I, when he took his mask off to reveal that, I was like, "Whoa, this is this is I, a busy character." Yeah, exactly. He's had he's had quite a life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he needs his own film because I want to know how he got here. Right, um, and then that's uh, in, in addition to his gang wearing flashy purple outfits. Yes, like very flashy, like right. from the yeah. Running Man. Right, not when they're robbing places. Not when they're robbing though. places. They're low key, yeah. relatively. I guess that's like why have them rob banks. Like what did he need the money for? I'm not sure about the the money thing because they're already making was, money right. through the that, arcade. I thought he was doing it as advertisement. No, that's the, later. Oh, that's okay. the second time yeah. they rob they oh, rob okay. like the Federal Reserve the second time. The first time is just them stealing money. Maybe the, yeah, maybe they I don't know what cannons. maybe it was like a um I I'm forgetting cuz I, I I'm going off my horrible memory. 
but I, I'm wondering, did they do that for Judd Nelson? Because Judd Nelson may have been broke. Maybe, uh, but it was after he already came to his 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 friend, the arcade game king. Right, Ken. but he was just getting R and D money. He wasn't getting like, I mean, he, oh, he was probably true. getting put up, but he he may have like had a cut of that. I want to point out that his uh, the arcade game kingpin in every single scene is chewing a toothpick. Oh yeah, of course he is. And the every arcade... time he takes it out of his mouth and says something and puts it back. I also want to say he doesn't have an, a ponytail, does he? He, he has long hair. Long hair. And when you say arcade kingpin, I want to point that out, that in the movie, Judd Nelson, in order to sell these, he has the weapons on a tiny little futuristic-looking uh, compact disc. Uh, it's uh, a Sony uh, mini-disc. Yeah. He has a mini-disc, which in 1997 looked like the future of of. They really uh, tried to push it as the future, let me tell you. transferring technology. Yeah. So he's got this, but he's like, he's like, I got a little gift from Uncle Sam, which I do actually kind of like that, because I'm like, oh shit, this is going to, like, even though he's holding a tiny little bullshit thing, uh, it's, it's like... This is this is going to get crazy. They, so so this they is do the next skip level. over the most elaborate part of his plan. Is that how the fuck did he steal that from the military? Yeah. But that's what I like about him because yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's like he's like uh, uh, he just got it. He's like the penguin in Batman Returns when he just has the blueprints for the Batmobile for no reason, uh, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. explanation. It was there was a, there was in this it was in the script, but they deleted it. So now he's just like, boom, just I get whatever it. the fuck I want. And uh, I don't know who gave those up, but uh, fucking you know, Alfred. Alfred is getting sloppy. They got Alfred yeah. drunk. That's why you don't have a ninety-year-old man work on your fucking car, because <laughs> uh, then some goblin piece of shit mayor gets a hold of your blueprints. But anyway, so mayoral candidate. Uh, anyway. Yes, that's right. He become the mayor. Um, uh, We're I'm, about I'm about distracted Nelson. about Judd Batman Nelson Returns. Arcade game <laughs> I just start thinking about Christopher Walk. <laughs> so, um, so the, the arcade kingpin is—he looks like um, I don't I, the actor. I feel like I've seen him in a million things, but I, I can't place. His he looks name. like J.F. Sebastian from Blade Runner. Mm. He also looks like uh, Lars from Metallica. So he he's got does. this very douchey, right, douchey yeah. face. Uh, because Lars is a douche. I love the idea, and he has the worst hair ever. <laughs> The idea of an arcade kingpin or evil arcade owner like in oh, Wayne's yeah. World is great because it's like that's a problem that actually kind of takes care of itself. You just wait like five years. Right. Oh, yeah. Like I this refuse, I like, refuse to believe not... he's making enough selling arcade cabinets yeah. to launder his gun running money. Like, yeah. yeah. You have to be slinging a lot of arcade games. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of collectors out there who want to pay for those. Right. Want to yeah. pay for a, for a sweet uh, uh, Batman Forever cabinet? Yeah. yeah. Filled with uh, AK-47. Filled with machine guns. <laughs> so I, I don't quite understand. Here's the thing. The funny thing about the movie is that it touches on a lot of interesting th- themes and ideas that are prescient uh, and quite ahead of their time, except that they're executed in a way that not only at the time wouldn't resonate, but even now, it's more of an appreciation of what they did rather than a um, a full, you know, a perfect execution in right. some way. Mm-hmm. Because like like recently, you know, like in the movie, they're talking about like like gun running. Like gun running is actually a really huge problem, and it does affect communities. And in the movie, there's a big emphasis. Like there's there are the the really interesting thing about the movie is that the movie has has a black lead there are a lot of black supporting characters it's a mostly yeah mostly it's, black it's cast. A, yeah and 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 it's never even though race is a factor in the movie <coughs> it's not the central point yeah. of the characterization or anything and what i thought was cool about that like when they define when the creators of the movie like the guy who directed it is like a veteran tv producer and creator he like created the incredible hulk tv show he did he did created bionic woman he created uh um, he's done this so many things. This film is making a lot of sense now. See, yeah, you see where it's like yeah. 70s, you know. It feels uh, very, it's very corny. It's throwback, but it's also like a, a weirdly ahead of its time. So it's conflict. It's really like almost fighting with itself, tearing itself apart to be some movie that can't exist at its, at its own yeah. time. Uh, but, but the thing that I liked was that, like, for instance, like Shaq, who is, who in the movie is incidentally a black character, is not defined by being like just a black car- a black superhero he's an engineer and that's the propulsion of the plot in the movie and stuff it's not it's not front and center like oh like you're you're just the only thing that we're going to point out is that you're or we're going to constantly point out that you're black or that that when the guys who made the movie talk about making the movie they're like oh we want to make him blue collar batman they didn't call him like we want to make him black batman you know what i mean it's like and i like that about the movie cuz it's like they're they can put that they can pepper that stuff in there but the the things that they focus on were actually relevant, uh, you know, high stakes um, 
topics or, or, or plot points. It's just that if you're not, it's, it's really hard because it's like, if you if you turn gun running into like an arcade thing, it's like right. everything is split in half in the movie to me. Like yeah. I'm being torn apart. I, I, right. I yeah. like in a Tommy Wiseau dramatic way. I feel like I want to scream mm-hmm. that I'm being torn apart because it, there are so many good ideas in it, and they're all kind of like wonky. So it's like I can watch it and be like, yeah, it was nice job. This was cool. But I could also see would how it's you, completely can, ridiculous. And would can we, you? I was going to say, would you count as a good idea a scene where a giant man breaks into a VA hospital and kidnaps a lady after breaking a window? I was going to say window? that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a, I really want to talk about the scene where he kidnaps a crippled lady from I want to say hospital. that. Two cheers. I, I want to say that, that, yeah, well, that's like their, um, what's he, it? That's, a, li- their, he, that's their. Uh, officer uh, and gentleman. Officer yeah. and gentleman. Like he, lift, yeah. he lifts her up in the wheelchair as she's protesting. She's saying, no, stop. I don't want to go. She, put me down. No, it's stop. It's And they're all like clapping. It's like, he's fucking kidnapping this and, woman yeah. Again, he, from I, the hospital. I can't stress. He breaks a window out of anger. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's got this like, it's a very, again, it's really confusing because you got the officer and a gentleman, which that was a this romantic moment in that movie that was a big gesture, a sweeping gesture. But then there's also this like one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of right. uh, idea going on here. And that tone makes, and of course the, that the, scene is insane. It's, it's pretty bonkers. <laughs> he I mean, it's not her and brings her to a junkyard yeah. like a serial killer would. Right. Everything but about that silver lining, he doesn't which might him. be made of steel, steel lining, the steel lining, a if steel you will. Lining. If you will. And I will. And I know you. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you will. <laughs> and I will. Because I know the audience won't. And it's, <laughs> the, uh, the the silver lining is that he's going to rescue her and put her to work in the junkyard yep. to help fight crime. Yeah. And that is important because I think if a friend kidnapped me, I would be very upset. But if, like, for instance, Tom, if you just choked me out and dragged me somewhere, uh-huh. but then I woke up and I was in a cool place and you're like... I kidnapped you because you were in my we're gonna. F- cave. Yeah. yeah, and well, I was like, I kidnapped you because we're gonna fight crime. You're being generous by saying "cool place." Uh, that's he, true. He did that's... make her a special toilet, but he ju- it's a, still a junkyard. Like... Right. Well, even if it was a junkyard, like like uh, but... she she's in a junk junkyard with uh, her legs don't work. She's <laughs> paralyzed from the leg down, so she can't feel anything in her legs. Right. There are a thousand things she could accidentally scrape up against and get a terrible infection and die. Right. Because that happens to people yeah, in I wheelchairs. Know. It does. Happen. If I were recently it's extremely dangerous. If I were recently <laughs> paralyzed, I would not want to be like the junkyard's the last place I'd want to recover. Yeah. Right. If anything, if I had a cold, I wouldn't want to go to a junkyard. Like, I don't think I ever have ever wanted to go to a junkyard. Yeah, I feel okay. like it's quite a. Yeah dangerous place yeah and, and, and it doesn't seem shack isn't really thinking this through but i think once you get to the point where he becomes so desperate to fight crime that he's kidnapping people wearing rubber steel armor right. uh wearing spray painted rubber yeah and uh <laughs> and and you know riding on his motorcycle around town with a hammer that's a gun and right. doing a lot that's of questions laser a gun. lot of questionable things i think you're like look John, some, something's, something <laughs> got a little help. loose he uh, here. He, he, yeah, he, you're, you're, you're getting obsessed here. He, he's, <laughs> he's lost his way. <laughs> like, my weapons! He's like, yeah. he's like turning into the fucking the dude from the Fountainhead. He <laughs> blows up all the houses because they uh, stole his design. Uh, what is it, uh, John Galt? John Galt. Yeah. yeah. No, more wait. like John Henry. More like John Galt. No, John Galt's from uh, fucking Atlas Shrugged. Jesus um, Christ! They're all I the can't same. Remember his yeah. Fuck yeah, Iron Rand. Shit. Um, um, the fucking. I, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say the best. I I remember the best part of this film for me is that when he's he's steel and he saves that couple that from is the, the robber, the robber and, who is Academy Award nominee John Hawks, right? Yeah, <laughs> and he he saves them, and it's like the superhero moment. And then he's just like, "All right, have a good night," and he just gets on an escalator. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just slowly comes yeah. up the escalator. Like, and they bye, and it's this realization like, oh yeah, right, he's just some guy. Yeah. Like, dressed in it's, it's, fucking steel outfit. Yeah, it's it, it, what I find funny oh about that God. is like it's ridiculous but the fact that they like linger on it and make a moment out of a lot of that stuff yeah. makes me oddly admire the movie and Shaq's character it's, because it's like 
he doesn't have anything. Like he's the opposite of the character from the comic book where he was just like really resourceful. Like he's like the opposite of Iron Man where right. Iron Man just do whatever he wants. Shaq's like, I got to get on escalator. I parked like three blocks away to fight crime and I got to go back to yeah, my bike. I got to jog back to my bike. And, and he's know- doing it in downtown LA at night and I'm just like, I think I just, I, 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 I connect with him. I feel like I'm like, look, if, if a guy was going to put on some weird armor and do this... This would unfortunately be part of the, right. the deal. Also, and, and if you're wearing a steel suit, you ain't taking the stairs. You're you're using no, the you escalator. No, you are yeah. not. Yeah, you need to save some of that energy. Yeah. Even Shaq's mighty strength in this film will not <laughs> stop him from being exhausted My, by wearing I an, do love a steel that suit. In the, in the various foot chases, they really have to dance around the fact that Shaq cannot run fast. Right. He He's run- just too big. Yeah, he runs really fast in like one scene and I was impressed. I was like, wow, he's really booking it. And it's it's him running toward the camera, so I think that makes it look Right, it makes faster. it look like he's covering more ground. Yeah, exactly. But if you show him running from any other angle, you're like, ooh, he is he's sort of a he's sort of lumbering in a way. Yeah, like, and then uh, when he puts on this suit, he just looks like a weird turtle that could just yeah, can't, exactly. can't hardly move. And and I want to point out too that like, this is pre sort of exoskeleton, so the suit is not designed to make him stronger or no. give him more endurance or any strength or anything. It's just armor. It's just to cover him from being murdered <laughs> too quickly. And and it functions well enough where like I mean he has a pretty he does the Star Lord thing where he has like the magnetized armor that just steals everyone's weapons. Yeah. Which is I mean fairly effective if you're going to fight you know, <laughs> still uh, street crime. Yeah, it's so weird that it's like specifically guns, though, because I'm wondering why, like car keys and all kinds of weird shit. No, they, that did happen. Of, the does that happen? manhole sticks to him. Oh, I There's forgot about that. There's parts of this movie that seem like a parody. Well, yeah, that's where like the manhole on, sticks to his ass. Yeah, where everything sticks to him, and then a manhole is like, bing. Oh, okay. And I it's like, about play, that. it's like it must have been. There's a, there's for laughs. there's one part. It's I, I think it's in the scene where. Uh, I can't remember. There's a part where he's in a shootout with a bunch of a bunch of the gang members, and they're like, "Kill him!" And so, like, all these bullets are ricocheting off him. And it, when they, and it cuts to the, one of them, so like, you know, when the guy says, "Shoot him!" And, I, and then it cuts to him getting the shot. The first ricochet that you see is right on his dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, nice. They shot him right in the. Dick. And honestly, I honestly <laughs> that I like as a man. That's I can only speak as a man. Is what I would be very worried about if I was in that situation. So. I would find that reassuring. I mean, right. I think, I think, I think taking is, a bullet in that area is bad for whoever you are. There's right. scenes <laughs> later, though, where he's walking through fire, and I guarantee he's got some burns on his genitals after that. Probably. Cause yeah, because that chainmail, whatever, yeah. fabric. He's basically uh, in like a, a medieval night outfit. Yeah, well, like, yeah, just buy a medieval night outfit. I wanted, I wanted, they, they called him. They, they they parallel like I, I, the director or the producer or somebody called him basically a knight. They wanted to base him on like a uh, uh, a medieval knight, which is why they got rid of the cape. Which is that that's what they said. Which I thought was kind of funny because I was like, well, knights were like knights, cloaks. And knights shit. had cloaks and stuff, but whatever. He Let's not even get into that. In the oh, the comic, Steel's got a cape, yeah. but he's, he flies around, so he's like Superman. Like oh, that's okay. it's a majestic thing. He doesn't just like <laughs> it's just really, walking around on the ground. Like I'm cape, just like imagining. Yeah, he would look like an asshole. No, he would he would be like a total asshole if he was wearing a cape in this movie, and he would get killed absolutely, and it would serve no purpose that i would i could figure out unless they gave it some magic weapon thing that he would do whatever but anyway uh so um steel oh steel oh steel steel the movie we haven't gotten to the climax yet yeah we're only this is uh 15 minutes into the movie (laughs) um but uh yeah so he uh, go ahead oh i was just gonna say he he saves that couple he jumps on his motorcycle for some really awkward Riding, and then the cops go after him. And there, this was a weird when she starts turning all the lights to red, and the cops with their sirens are just like, oh, There's nothing we can do about yeah. this. They're red lights. And it's like, w- it's not isn't how that, cops behave. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not how cops work. Yeah. Nope. You I have wanna, sirens. I what wanna, are the sirens there for? I would like to point out that at one point I was driving down the street going through a green light, and a, a, a cop car with no sirens on came around a corner blew the light and almost ran into me <laughs> and i had to pull a l- magical turn to have this guy not like just plow right into m- right. my car and also and you're no, the asshole for and that. i would have yeah. i would have just been in jail for yeah. life for for hitting a cop <laughs> and and marissa was in the car with me and i was like f- i freaked the hell out but um but i i gotta use that more as a 
the relationship points for saving our lives because I drove like you drove to, like an as ace. a callback. I drove like Night Rider. Nice. You did. Can we play the Night Rider? Do we have the Night Rider theme? Ready? You drove like Murdoch. We do not. In the we do not have that. Okay. Do 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 do. So like it gets they uh. He get okay. The, the final <laughs> there's gambit, so much pain in your the face. Final <laughs> gambit is that Judd Nelson is going to sell these weapons, and and they make this big reveal where it's like, where is he going to sell them? I don't know how can you sell them. Well, we're, the only place you can sell things like this today. And then it cuts to Nazis. There are Nazis in this film. Yeah, and it's like falling down where Nazis just come out of there. They're yeah. just in the movie all they of a sudden. Show up all, but that's Boom. the weirdest part of that movie. Nineties Nazis. <laughs> It shows up with, and they're like a comic relief. They're like a punchline in this. Like as it they, cuts should, the as Nazis, they should be, because because and it's like Nazis. we're on the internet, and like <laughs> trying to buy these guns, and it's just like it's just like there's like no code involved because this is '97. I guess the and the internet was still the wild west. Yep. Um, and they meet at this warehouse, uh, and he does this demonstration, and he's kidnapped. He's kidnapped Sparky, wheelchair and all. Sparky's basically his oracle. Like yeah, he's she's Barbara based Gordon. on on Oracle from the comic book, according to the people who made the movie. That makes sense. Yeah, because that's what she does. Yeah. Um, and then John Henry shows up, and then immediately gets punked somehow, and I forget how. Yeah, it's 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 I'm I'm blanking too because I got to be honest, this is a lot of movie. Like for it's for the eighty eight minutes the, long. <laughs> it's eight, but no, but it's it's like a lot of like. There's so much that you have to deal with as an audience member. Yeah, a lot. And I'm happens. not even. It's I'm, easy to drift in. We haven't it's, even mentioned Richard Roundtree. Oh yeah, like like he he has to to just just go back for one moment here. He has maybe the strangest line in the movie if you take it out of context. Oh, because, I like the shaft. Yeah, I like the shaft because he made he made the hammer. He made the hammer. He yeah. forged the right. quote unquote hammer that steel Which uses, which is just two pipe joints fused together. Right. It doesn't look like a hammer. I can't stress this enough. Right. Exactly. And he. Yeah. Says I like the sha- I like the sh- I particularly like the shaft. Now he played shaft, right? Uh, and that's the joke. And that's in the film. yes, that's absolutely the joke. And you should get that in 1997 if you're over the age of you know whatever. Uh, if you're you know five years old, seven, whatever, that's going to go right over your head. If you're watching it now and you're just taking the film at face value, it's a very odd line to throw in there because it's sort of like he's insinuating something right it's like, like here's your hammer i love dick yeah exactly like love that just just love some cock yeah, every once in a while sucking dick. yeah and um, it's like all right uncle uh, uncle joe uncle joe take it easy man yeah calm down can you can joe. you not talk about that for one minute while we're trying to fucking make a goddamn well, it's, crime it's, fighting yeah armor? it's it's like there's a, there's a few of those meta jokes in this film the other one is of course shack can't make a free throw yeah right in the film yes um so they get to the final showdown. They've kidnapped Barbara Gordon, Sparky. <laughs> um, all the Nazis and, and, and drug cartel lords are there to buy mm-hmm. buy uh, Judd Nelson's guns. Yep. Um, and then Steele tricks him into turning on the electromagnet. And then all, sh- all the shooting starts breaking out, and Judd Nelson goes like, kill her! And then Sparky says, like, I think not. And then reveals that she put <laughs> laser guns on her wheelchair, Fuck and she just starts yeah. spinning her wheelchair around, like shooting. She's not even. It's like she's not aiming. It's she's not just precise. She's just rotating around, shooting lasers, fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it ricochets is off of Shaq at some. One point of them too. does hit Shaq. Yeah, yeah, she's just shooting everybody in the room. Right. And then he goes like, it, like as uh, the, all the half the bad guys run away, half of them are ducking for cover, and then Shaq comes up. and He's like, "You should run for cover," and she's like, "Oh, I got you covered." And then flicks a button, and her rock. She had, her wheelchair has rockets on it. Yeah, <laughs> like it rockets yeah. out of the uh, yep. out of the warehouse. It's right. the fucking strangest it does, thing. It, it's, it, it it's turns the fucking bananas. It fire guns has a rocket and gives her the ability to stand. Oh, as is I was going to get to yeah. that. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, we will get to that. There's a drawn out shootout. He gets locked in a room with Martin Ray J of. Uh, fantasizing about murdering Kim Kardashian fame. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, deep voice henchman from I Frankenstein throws a grenade in there with him. So he's got to like try to grab the grenade and throw it. Oh, he's yeah. got to make the free throw with the grenade with this grenade it has an incredibly long timer, by yeah, the way. Right, it's right. like a 30 second sequence right. of them like hemming and hawing about Shaq trying to make this free yeah. throw. And he does. And it lands right in front of deep voice henchman. It goes like, Oh no. Oh, yeah. And then explodes. And he says like, Ooh, when it yeah. explodes. Nice. <laughs> like John Travolta and broken arrow. That nuke scene. Oh, uh, it's perfect. F- we got to talk about broken arrow on this yeah. podcast. Um, 
and then he gets out and then Judd Nelson's like, I never showed you my top weapon. It's a weapon we've not seen or heard referred to. And it's just this turret comes out and shoots just the same laser we've been seeing just really big. Yeah. Like the size of a beach ball. And it just unceremoniously bounces off of Shaq's ass, like literally his ass. Yes. And then flies back and hits Judd Nelson, throws him against the wall. Everything starts exploding and falling on on top of him. And he says, oh, no. Like in the middle of the explosion <laughs> the, and shit his, falling his on His body's him. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. He has already exploded. Yeah. Right. And he's, then he, and he's then effectively dead. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now it's getting terrible. Now yeah, I'm it's dead. like, now it's gone to shit. But it's never um, clear why his gun didn't work. <laughs> it just bounced I, off of Shaq's ass. Yeah. He's like, here's what you don't know. I have a secret ass right. deflector. Yeah. Which, if they had said that, I would have still given the movie points movie ever. for sure. that. I would have been like, yeah, let's do it. It was the ass deflector. That's yeah. what you got to think about Whatever, that stuff man. for your shack. Yeah, you turn I mean, around, you're like, huh. His shack, he's shacked, so his ass is like, is at like gun height for most normal people. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's so, got, yeah, it's like, it's sense. perfect. He is a giant. Yes. His ass is actually Judd, Nelson, Judd Nelson's like, eye Right, line. so it's like his face. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it checks out if they would have just kind of thrown a little, you know, something in there. I don't know. It's weird that the, that the, there's no, like, even if he blocked it with his hammer or did something or, you know. Yeah, he just the, turns the, and it bounces off his the, ass. Both times Judd Nelson gets his big moment to be a villain, he has a very confusing thing happen. And it always involves <laughs> bouncing. I don't know why. Yeah. They're like, they're like it happens, like, again, with that bouncing shit in the first scene yeah. and then the bouncing thing in his... the final scene. I don't know what that means to the people <laughs> who made it. I don't know why that's a thing. They were just like, he's going to be... Brought down by something by bouncing. bouncing. Yeah, his yeah. true nemesis is just ricocheting. Yeah, it's yeah. just bouncing. like here's what you didn't think of stuff Re- ricocheting, redistributed yeah. uh, kinetic energy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 by the way, if Shaq had said that, I would that would have been amazing. Right. Here's what you didn't think of redistributed kinetic energy. Oh, that's my <laughs> motherfucker. Boom. Yeah, because um, he's an engineer. We're about to get to the end of the film. I just want to back up real quick because there's a scene where Sparky's driving around in the van with Uncle Joe, and uh, something happens. I forget what happens. And Uncle Joe says, well, I'll be shit. Oh. Dipped in shit and, or rolled in bread crumbs. <laughs> dipped dipped me in, in shit and rolled roll in bread crumbs. Bread crumbs. And delicious. then Sparky says, one of Grandma Odessa's recipes. Oh. She's never met Grandma Odessa. Right. <laughs> they probably talk about her, though. Like, they probably talk about her. They make fun of and her And also, a lot. like, her cooking, are we supposed to think her cooking is bad? Because the only thing we know about her cooking is that she's trying to open a restaurant yeah. and that she can't get the, the uh, souffle to not collapse. Yeah. But she's sitting there she's saying trying, her, her cooking is shit. Yeah. Literally shit. Yeah. And she's Rolled never, and, and, and as far never as we met know, never woman. met her. And also, doesn't she cook for everyone at the end of the movie? She yeah, does. She opens and a restaurant. And, and, yeah. And it's like, I'm just saying, she's like, that's that's a weird moment because you're like, what, Odessa, don't fuck with grandma. She didn't do anything yeah. wrong. Right. Also, if her food is bad, someone should tell her, right? Right. She's yeah. gonna don't run let her open a restaurant yeah. out of her own home. Yeah. It's also she can't never. maintain that number of, that amount of cooking she, in her own home. She seems really ambitious and. I like that about the character because she's not a stagnant, you know, I'm just here to right. I'm just here to to be like, oh, hey. But she only family. has like a couple years left in her. Uh, she's not that old. No. I don't think she seems that too old. old to start a restaurant. I mean, I yeah, I agree Jesus, with you. It's nice David, to just, have goals, but just laying it down. I it mean, just, when I saw her, I was like, man, just can't. give up. Just give up. <laughs> just give up and wait old to lady, die. Come on. Go watch uh, Golden Girls and yeah. and mm-hmm. wait wait for your death. Yeah, thank you. I for mean, being um, that's what I do. I, that's what I would do, but I wouldn't suggest that for anyone else. So in this final scene, it's well, revealed well, that okay. going back to the dipped in shit. That's also I think <laughs> the scene where he almost decapitates a construction worker. Did you guys notice that when Jesus. the guy's like on the he's being chased by a motorcycle? So he's like, oh, I'm gonna fire a laser gonna into this water, this, tank, like, water tank, and yeah. it's like right above a, a random construction guy's head. Like he just Ew. blindly aims this laser <laughs> at it, and like he's like a foot away from murdering this guy. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's he's playing fast and loose with but lasers. He really is. Yeah, he really is with la- yeah with lasers. Yeah. I will say I want to point out though that the laser technology for the most part. Uh, I don't want to say it checks out scientifically because I am not a scientist, <laughs> but 
but there's a constant stream of laser in a way that they don't really bother with sci-fi movies. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like most of the weapons were kind of like they were still clever. It's just the execution of how they worked was a little bit weird sometimes. Yeah. But they they yeah. kind of tried to ground it as much as possible and go like, well, here's a here's a laser that can just like burn through shit, which is not like the most impossible thing you could ever do. Yeah. And here's a uh, here's a um. There were these like plasma blast things that I didn't they never really explained so I can't I can't right, like, argue like the big with it. orb that he like the sorcerer's orb that Jed Nelson <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't know what the hell that was. He just Hadoken's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh shack at the end which he is gets like burned by his he, own Hadoken. Yeah, and it's like first I'm just like whatever. At this point I can't right. argue. It's the it's the theory, it's the shark exploding theory from Spielberg. I can't. Right. I'm so far into the movie. Yeah, I'm he can right. do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, he could, yeah, he could have just farted a laser onto Shaq and I'd have been like, all right, whatever. Um, uh, one last thing I want to point out was that this came out in 1997, which is a, sure did. maybe the worst year for comic book adaptations Right, because Batman and history. Robin. Batman and Robin came out. It outperformed this movie at the box office, which is right. staggering, I guess, because... It still has more star power behind it, right? But it's that a movie is—it's f- in a Batman sequel. Too, yeah, so it's like a, it's, but that movie is far more confusing, I think, than than it's Steel. It's more entertaining, though. I'd rather. I, watch I find that Robin. difficult to watch because I'm like, I can't watch George Clooney bobbing his head in a it's, rubber suit uh, yeah, all day. I freeze. Just try, like that. Right? Yeah, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, fuck and, uh, this movie. Yeah. He's just like freezing hell, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Arnold's <laughs> Arnold's giving it his all. He's going. He really is. That's I maybe is. one of his finest performances. Yeah, but he goes all I, you know, dialogue aside, he's screaming and yelling, doing his. <laughs> he's doing. He's doing, he's doing everything. Doing he can. Speaking of Arnold, we got a little Arnold in this. A little one. Arnold. A little Arnold sound alike in this film. Oh yeah. When he when when Shaq S- uses his his. Voice modulator that can apparently perfectly mimic people's voices. They oh, have yeah. some serious call the general who still doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he thought he got a call from Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 was like cool with that. Like, yeah. yeah, no, right. I, yeah, no. It's, he wasn't it's, the governor at this point. We should point out he wasn't oh, no, a politician. No, no. Or still, you would just have an Arnold voice. Uh, yeah, and then also Spawn came out this year, which was uh, oh. not this year. Sorry, nineteen ninety-seven, the year that we're talking about, uh, which is I would Lord. say wildly unwatchable. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's pretty bad. I was thirteen when I saw that, which is the prime year to watch. That's the prime age to watch a Spawn anything, mm-hmm. and I found that to be terrible. See, I remember uh, it being awesome, and then I watched it recently. It was like, oh, oof, no. I remember it being awesome when I watched it, yeah. Yeah. and then watching it again, I was like, this is crap. Um, yeah, it is hot, <laughs> steaming garbage. Can we get to the robot legs? The standing so let's up. Talk, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the the they buried the lead on some technology here. Yeah, so at the at the at eating at Grandma Odessa's new restaurant, Sparky reveals that her new wheelchair will actually transform into a standing gurney. And so so it's, she I guess it's like Shaq. she's standing. Yeah. yeah, and then the music swells really swells the stand up song. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The song is it's like this choir, like yeah, they, stand they do, up and defend and and do what's right. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it was just like, what the fuck is this message about this lady in the wheelchair standing up? Yeah, and the the it's like it's a really fucking weird ending. Mm. I don't, I don't really know how to uh, address it's great. that. It's great. It's, I, it's I feel a jarring. I'm a, I'm a little. It's, it's. I'm a little frustrated that she has this, like. She's real close to walking. Like, they're very close Super to going, close. like, you can just use this thing to walk around. Like, you'd have robot legs, like your exoskeleton yeah. legs. Where's that exoskeleton stuff on Shaq's uh, armor? Like, right. come on, give him some help with those leg plates and <laughs> shit. Because there's literally a scene where his armor's falling apart. So right. It looks like they wrote it into the movie because the costume was just not... It was, just like dog it was hanging on by a thread. That yeah. shit was like... I it love- was, I love when his look grappling hook line breaks and he falls. Just, just them cutting back to Shaq in that outfit, just screaming as he falls yeah. off a building. Which now that we know that he did his own stunts, he may have legitimately been screaming because he thought he was going to die. I can't, I can't stress enough how much of a hindrance that suit is. It's like a medieval it's a terrible torture suit. Device. Yeah. yeah, it is very like, bad. Yeah, it it is. It's like a dungeon wear. Yeah, like they would strap that onto him because he has to be like bolted in and out of it. Yeah. Like he is a prisoner uh-huh. of that suit, right? Which is a metaphor for the film. Yeah, the shack is 
now in prison. Prison this was, by steel. This was this was Shaq's big moment, and uh, yeah, he had you know blue chips. I think was his first movie. Yeah, that was like ninety three, something like that. 95, 90, 90 something because um, it was before Kazam, I think, and then Kazam was the one that was like, oh, what is what is he doing? <laughs> and then he did Steel, which I would say is arguably better than Kazam, <laughs> and that was it. And then, and then I think he, just like with his rap albums, I think he just quietly he just was like, stopped. "I'm just imagining like, some I'm just gonna hang back with producer this. watching Steel and be like, okay, we're all set with Shaq. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think we're we're done here. Think we're good. We got we we're got all set. we uh, we got as he much has, as we he, can. He has made this. delightful cameos in other films. Yes, sure. I love his cameos. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good. The uh, the the uh, the Shaq Fu remake is delightful. Um, you guys haven't checked that out. I also want to shout out to uh, the creators of Steel, the comic book creators, uh, Louis Simonson and the super awesome artist John Bogdanov, if I'm pronouncing that right, who is a hero of mine and a really nice person who I've had the opportunity to speak with, and he's been really supportive and cool, and he's just the best guy ever. He's a, a, one of the finest uh, Superman comic book artists ever. Not involved with this film. No, no, well, he 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 co-created the character who was uh, obliterated in this movie. (laughs) But but I just still wanted to I wanted to use the excuse to to point out that that John Bogdanov is a a great person, Um, and uh, presumably Louise Simonson also. Uh, And uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know. Judd Nelson, I think he crushed it, man. I I think he. Why do you enjoy this film? Well, here's the thing: like, I can watch it beginning to end and I'm not really bothered by this stuff I find it entertaining so I can enjoy the film even on its own even on its own terms even if it's bizarre and there's strange choices and and it's kind of awkward it's still like it feels like their heart's in the right place so I'm like all right. I mean, I yeah, I, I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll give it that. It's definitely not mean spirited. No, and and I feel like that. Like I said, they touch on so many things that are even if they're not executed perfectly or well at all in some points. Uh, it, it's just like I said. I mean, the goodwill of the movie somehow just builds up, and I, I, and like the fact I can't stress enough. Like Shaq's like risking his fucking career making this movie. Like, and I mean literally. I don't mean movie career. I mean like every his career best, he has. Yeah. yeah, he could have died making steel. Could have snapped his ankle running. That's it. On, yeah, between running between trains, fucking and trains it. and shit. And they're just like, I can't. I want to see every behind the scenes moment of them talking him into all of these stunts and him being like, I really don't want this. I don't want this. And they're like, you got to do it. And <laughs> he's I just probably think, like, I got a career to thinking about, uh, to think about. And they're like, yeah, an acting career. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Shaq. Wait for steel too. Even great. If you, even if you, have, you can't play basketball no more, you can still make the pictures. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so that I, I, I admire. And, uh, uh, I think, I think it's Shaq's, uh, you know, his finest did, cinematic moment. Did you, uh, did you ever like, Earnestly enjoy this film, like when you saw it for the first time as a kid. Were you like this film? I saw it on TV when I was a kid, and I was like, it was weird, but I just I was able to watch it all the way through, and I was like, nah, it's. That's I love weird. that your compliment to this movie is I can watch it all the way through. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's yes. some. If I tried to fucking rewatch uh, Batman and Robin or Spawn, which I'm only comparing them because they came out the same year, right. but I'm like, I can't get through those movies, man. Like, I get like 15 minutes in, I'm like, this is they're. They hate me. The people making this hate me as an audience. Like they, they, there's, know. there's I, contempt. Like they, like they're like, fuck off. Who gives a shit? Yeah, Spawn, Alfred is spawns uh, a challenge. I think Batman and Robin is so fascinatingly bad. Yeah, that, that yeah. I, I can watch it. I could argue that, like, I mean, like, I would watch it if there was like a sense of like a need for like analysis, but. Like like, the, I, on I will, my own, I could never just recreationally be like, oh, I'm gonna put on Batman and Robin. The best part of Batman and Robin is the making of documentary on the DVD. Oh, yeah. yeah, where, where Joel, Joel Schumacher, everyone's just apologizing. Well, yeah, the they're movie. just they're just pretty honest about yeah, this movie's crap. Yeah, well, they definitely <laughs> tried their best. Like you watch the movie, and no one's lazy during the movie. Everybody's trying as hard. Well, Who, except for George Clooney, but like Clooney, yeah, like no, like the, all the villains are trying real hard. Uma Thurman is giving Uma the Thurman fucking performance is, of her she's life. She's doing there. exactly what they wanted her to do. Yeah. Yeah. This is turning into Batman and Robin now. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Well, we're I was going to say, I just we're feel gonna the cut opposite. We're going to just cut and now we're going to do Batman and Robin. I just need to say, <laughs> I feel the opposite. Steel was a task for me to watch. Really? Yeah, I could not... 
like I, I told you, I had to rewind some parts. It yeah. was, it was like because you're like, what the fuck is? I was just, yeah, I was just so uh, kind of exhausted by it. Where Batman and Robin is the right amount of terribleness that it entertains me. I don't know. I think there's a there's a central character and a story, even if it's just a, the good and evil, real simple thing. It's got a decent villain, and Shaq is a, is just honestly one of like he really is like super like superman without Man. powers in the movie and I, yeah. I and he's so earnestly good in the movie like he's a good guy right. and i'm like i love his performance even i love I, I love his performance in the sense that i love the energy that he brings into the movie as like a good guy he plays like the best good guy and he fights the worst bad guys and it's very simple cartoony stuff but i find that to be really endearing about the movie which makes it easy to to digest i would also love that in the final sequence judd nelson has stolen one of russell crowe's suits from virtuosity yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would also love to see more movies with shack because again yeah. it's just the the real struggle is the movie is trying to film shack yeah um and that's which delightful. is part of what i love watching by yeah. the way i'm fascinated by every scene where he has to duck through doorways He's constantly like there's ducking. no money to like build sets or do anything to, to accommodate shack so nope. he has to just crouch yeah. everywhere. Every interior location except for the the billiard room and the bar. He yeah. has to be hunched over. Yeah. And again, I want to point out that billiard room scene where he there's a, there's supposed to be all these intimidating gangsters and he's like nine feet taller than yeah. all of them. And one of them's holding the pull, pull cue and he just grabs it with his hand and just snaps, <laughs> snaps it, it with like his pencil. thumb. Like, like he's just pop, boom. He's like, I will fuck you all up right now. <laughs> and I'm like, Shaq's a badass in this movie, like, he, and he's not even mad. He's just yeah. like he's just kind of annoyed with them. He's right. just like he's frustrated because they barely, won't tell him where they yeah, got the weapons yeah. from. Exactly. He's like, and that's that's Shaq, like barely dialed up, and he's like, I'll I'll effortlessly kill all of you. Right. Uh, so again, I I uh, maybe I just love Shaq. Maybe that's maybe that's my deal. It, there's a lot to love. Love you, Shaq. If you're out there, <laughs> he is. He's a he's, he's a, a, yeah. he's, a he's a he's a fan. Yeah. yeah. Shaq's a fan. All right. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Is there anything? Thank, you... well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Of um, course. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, check me out on on everything goes on Twitter, so it's at Randall Maynard on Twitter, uh, and then I've got a uh, a store and a uh, Instagram feed for like original art and custom toys and all kinds of crazy stuff, uh, and it's at Perfect Retro, and Perfect is spelled with a C K. Um, and there's a link to the eBay store and there's a, my social media, f or my Instagram feed is just progress shots and little teasers of stuff that's coming up that you can buy. Um, and it's, and it's, and maybe there will be some steel related merchandise. I think there should be. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll make do a, a screen. Maybe I'll do steel a, figure. I'll make a, I'll make a, um, you should a, make a steel Funko steel. You should make a short film, a steel short film. Uh, maybe I will. Okay. And maybe you'll write it Okay. and we'll have a great time. Okay. That's the definite possibility. Yeah. Mm. Uh, should we plug our Patreon? Sure. Yeah, probably. We're at uh, Gamefully Unemployed. It's patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-Y. We play games and we have podcasts other than this one. Yeah. check. Uh, just go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out uh, Story Mode. And that's where all of our shows are. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Randall. Thank you. You guys are the best. Oh, Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.